0: Undertale is fucking overhyped. That much is straight up. That game's overhyped.
1: Oliver with the spicy, spicy meatballs, as always. Welcome back to another episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast, and welcome back to another pre-recorded intro prior to the live intro we are so excited to have you guys here today a little bit of housekeeping to get out of the way i want to remind everybody that we live record the podcast over on youtube and we have just changed our policy so now as soon as we are done recording it on youtube it is live and up for everyone to see so if you want to get some of this juicy juicy tech news prior to the wednesdays when we post the podcast make sure you check us out on youtube give us a like subscribe notification bell all that kind of fun stuff as far as what we're getting into today oh baby is this going to be a spicy one we've got ps5 showcase news oliver's been playing a lot of games we got more PS5 Showcase news. Did I mention PS5 Showcase news? We got God of War, Ragnarok. We've got spider Man's. We've got it all here on the Mo Video Games Podcast. We're here to discuss it. We're here to discuss it with you. We hope you guys enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Clip clap, baby. Good play. Clip clap. Clip. Clack. Click, clack. click, click, click,
0: click. Welcome. Welcome to the Mo Video Games Podcast. Or, really, if you're on the podcast, welcome to after the intro
1: <laughs> to the main <laughs> body of the work. <laughs> yeah, anyone who listens to the podcast gets two intros <laughs> and two outros. It's a beautiful thing.
0: Oh. <sighs> Maxwell, how's your week been? And My- tell me about
1: what you're drinking. Well, I'm drinking a PCCB. For those of you listening, I'm going to give you five seconds to think about it. What do you think it could be? You can pause. Think about it. What's a PCCB? Three, two. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> oh, we, sorry, we got some inside jokes going on here right now. It's pretty great. Um, Canadians are laughing. Canadians are honest. laughing so hard. Um, PCCB is a pumpkin cream cold brew chase or a printed circuit circuit board
0: (laughs) i wasn't expecting you to actually laugh at that one but i guess i really hit you with the uppercut there (laughs)
1: that was way way funnier than it should have been (laughs) oh man Uh, today's a good day so it's been a good week to answer your question um yeah did anything fun happen this week yeah, so um <laughs> for those of you <laughs> turning it in. you take this wherever you want, dude? I'm
0: just I'm giving such a platform here.
1: It's it's great. Um This podcast is going to be potentially the juiciest podcast to date. Uh we've got here's a little rundown of what we're gonna be talking about. PS five Sony, PlayStation. Ever heard of them? I bet you have. <laughs> they have a <laughs> showcase uh, that aired last Thursday, September 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> but it's all 2021. up there. <laughs> 2021. It, it's all up there. And there was a lot of juicy details that we need to discuss. Some trailers, some announcements. Bang, bang, boom. Number two.
2: Oliver has been playing A lot of Vidya games.
1: And there's a lot to discuss. I am very eager. I I need to destroy things. (laughs) I I don't know which one I am most excited to talk about, but there's a lot. There's at least three games, if not more. Uh, He may surprise me with a couple extras thrown in there, stuff to to discuss. Which is, uh, this is is fresh, exciting game news. Um, This is evergreen, baby. This Uh, is evergreen. is the uh, I, I it it's the freshest it's always of evergreen. <laughs> um, never never green <laughs> <sighs> oh god um yeah there's and there's there's a lot of other tech news stuff that happened um that will probably just breeze through because there's definitely a lot of meat to discuss with the showcase and the games that Oliver has been playing lately. So need y'all to get a little bit on the hypey train because Chocho's on the hype train. Choo <laughs> <Joo-joo>. choo. Yeah, <laughs> and, she ate, uh, so you know she's gonna be tweaking. Oh yeah. All right. So now that this catastrophe of an intro is uh, complete um, with printed circuit circuit boards, let's uh let's get How into. Do you start with? Let let's get into what we've been playing. I, I wanna hear Oliver. Actually, I'm going to start because yeah, mine's, pretty start, so... mine's pretty quick. Mine's pretty quick. In a shock to absolutely no one who's been listening to the Mo Video Games podcast, <laughs> I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Except last week, I had announced I hadn't played any this week. I have actually played some Ghost of Tsushima this week. Um, I can report. So I had mentioned that I downloaded the <laughs> the PS5 update. And I have to say the haptics are surprisingly additive to the experience um i wasn't sure what to feel but it is remarkable what differences in materials and how the horse gallops and the fighting and walking through certain things and when you're picking up objectives and everything i for me personally the haptics are the biggest game changer Uh, on the ps5 in general so far that i've experienced um and then for the the game goes to Tsushima, so highly recommend that the adaptive trigger still pretty cool. It so far it seems to be a little bit more gimmicky. Um, it's still definitely a cool addition. Uh, but the haptics, it it feels next gen. It's probably the most next gen feeling thing. Um, <clears throat> it's like it's high def rumble. It just it's ridiculous. Um, and then briefly, I started the Dirt Five uh campaign because I just wanted I wanted to check it out. So uh I'm oh. definitely a, a car enthusiast. I would say light enthusiast. A true enthusiast might be like, oh you're not an enthusiast. But anyway, I like cars. Donut media, fantastic YouTube channel. And James Pumphrey and Nolan Sykes, I believe, um, are two of the main hosts on Donut Media. And they are featured in Dirt 5 heavily um, as a podcast talking about it. So that's another reason I wanted to check it out. Also, my boy Nolan North um, is playing, I think, one of the main uh, people up in there. So just wanted to give it a check out. It is surprisingly fun. It's very... The, the thing I didn't like about it is there's a lot of rubber banding. Um, rubber banding in racing games is essentially like Mario Kart is it's a gameplay mechanic. So rubber banding is essentially if you get too far behind the computer forces you to get closer to the pack. And if you get too far ahead, it it basically keeps everyone close together. So if you are objectively better than the other AI racers that are going on, it will force them to keep up with you. So any distance you could potentially build Um, to save you from a potential mistake down the road is negated. So you make one mistake, doesn't matter how far ahead you were, it kind of screws you over. So, didn't like that, but I think the handling is a very fun arcadey kind of dirt racing. Um, It's pretty accessible. Uh, The game looks great.
2: So Yeah. I hate rubber banding.
1: Yeah, I I hate rubber bands. Like, what are they good for? (laughs) Holding my hair up. Ah, that do we. (laughs) <laughs> can can confirm, um, but yeah, so those those two games I've been playing, not nothing too exciting, just a little juice juice here here and there, but
2: You, you want me to
0: begin demo
1: yeah, i let's right, we'll- let's start you you choose the order, you choose what you wanna say, or you're gonna do it chronologically. it's been
0: a wee bit. Since I was a young lad. But <laughs> when I was a young lad. Okay. So I think it was last Friday I beat Ori. Uh yeah, that sounds right. I think Saturday morning I woke up and like Hundo percented it. Um excluding like I thought you said that you can like a twelve percent or something like that. Yes. How do you get your percent bar more than hundred? The only thing I don't have are the abilities. That's probably how. Oh god. Well I wasted all my fucking coin on cause I okay. There's the scaven there's this there's this hand to hand quest or whatever they call it. Which is the worst thing ever in my life. Only because I could not find one of the I forgot which part of it was. I think I had like the eyeglass. No, I had the cage. For the candle um and then i was like i mean i kind of figured that there was a a, a mocha pot <laughs> a mochi um down in the spider area that needed it but i was like there's just like no way because that just, that wouldn't, make, that wouldn't <laughs> make sense that wouldn't make sense um so i got that guy and then I forgot which one I got stuck on after that. But yeah, either way, once you finish the hand to hand quest, they un- they show you everything on the map. So I wasted 9,000 <laughs> spirit buying all the maps. So I probably could have finished, quote-unquote, the game <laughs> if I just didn't waste money on that, if I knew that the hand to hand quest was that... That's just that's just a general gripe in my life of where I'm at, personally. <laughs> okay. The game, running
2: up to the boss fight. I was feeling like... Probably like a strong eight. I would say. Okay. Maybe... Yeah, strong eight.
0: I would say. Maybe maybe a strong eight, you know, but like strong eight for sure. For sure. <laughs> and then I played the boss fight and that final boss, that final boss fucking sucked <laughs> so badly. Oh my god. That final boss, they way too many points to heal. It's just, it was way too fucking easy and they did not. I'm glad that they finally implemented aerial combat. I will give them a little money perks for that, but I got through, like, you can chunk him down to 75%, and then he destroys the floor, and then, but they give you, they give you a fucking safe spot right there, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I chunked him down to 75%, like, without dying, and then, and then it switches the aerial, and by this point, I'm already fucking annoyed with this boss, because I, I'm, I'm expecting his health bar to come back up, or some annoying-ass Dark Souls type mechanic, right? That like just everyone hates and no one, no one wants the. I'm fine with the boss getting more skills moves. No one wants the health bar to go back up. That's when <laughs> when you're struggling <laughs> fighting someone, you know that they get their full health bar back. So I was just I I I was just expecting a way harder boss. I thought the Toad was harder than the final boss. Like, mm, and maybe it's just because I'm yeah. more experienced with like the aerial side of things from Hollow Knight, you know. Which is definitely possible. But that hollow that that last boss had so much potential. And I think was well designed, but the the power curve on it was horrible. And it put such a bad taste in my mouth. It was unbelievable. I was so disappointed. I was like, this game is great. Awesome game. And then I was like, this is how you cap it off. With a what final boss is like <laughs> what final boss is easy like that. Like that's not a that's not a final boss in one of these action like action fighting games. I I'm, I'm not supposed to walk out of this alive. I mean, Ori literally <laughs> doesn't, you know, but like yeah. I'm not supposed to either. You know, I'm supposed to be walking out being like, God damn fuck. Fuck yes. Um, so yeah, I i don't know if I just got lucky, dude, and was just like absolutely straight juking him or what, but yeah, that last boss straight up soured it for me. So it's it's sitting at like a mid light eight now. That, okay. that last boss really did it did the it did the game really dirty
1: for me hey, I mean being in the eights, I still think it's is pretty high praise, so I'll take it. I will say i i agree the the, the final boss for me was definitely more of a challenge um so may, maybe it was your your aerial combat skill the, the aerial combat portion specifically fucked me up i I was having so much trouble staying in the air. That was that was the, the hardest challenge for me. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, that that was definitely a, a challenge for me. Um
0: but I, I think if you are like newer to the genre, which you definitely don't I feel like play those types of games very much, um, then yeah, it's like I think I think I think Ori is just better for yeah, people like coming in to that type of like Metroidvania esque, you know, indie 2D games um where yeah so now i think if i was gonna like recommend games to someone that are interested in getting in the genre i mean i think i would probably do ori first like for i think more like casual gamers is definitely a better fit yeah. it's not bad for like serious gamers don't get me wrong like it's still fun to play and still fun to go through but the man dude that last behind- i'm telling you dude i was so disappointed i was actually like so disappointed after that um The story, I didn't really care about, if I'm being totally honest. But that's just because it's me. Like, the story was fine. It was a good story. But I'm just like, let me get in the air and let me beat someone up, bro. Come on. (laughs) Give me what I need.
1: I know. It's it's a gameplay first game, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I I, I think I agree with everything you've said. And I think, for me, the fact that I played, like, I, I tried Hollow Knight before Ori, and I put it down. I I got too frustrated with Bad it. Bad move. <laughs> Bad move, bro. Um played Ori, loved it. And now like coming back to Hollow Knight is something I've I've started a little bit and, and think I'll actually go through and complete now that I'm more familiar with how that goes. It's definitely I think Ori is like a, a beginner version. Or like maybe yeah. like normal difficulty. And Hollow Knight is like <laughs> Hate yourself difficulty. Yeah. Hate yourself.
0: But it did make me also appreciate like that game is yeah, I know we talk about this all the time, but like Hollow Knight, the the playthrough takes like, well, I one hundred percented Ori in like twelve hours or something like that. I think I think I was a little bit faster than, oh, uh, 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 average. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Um, but yeah, like I mean, Hollow Knight was like four times as long for me, you know, and that's the other thing that I I I wish that Ori did more was. There wasn't the boss fights were badass, but I just wish that there were more boss fights. Um, I felt like the chase sequences. I might, I might say the chase sequences are better in one only because the mechan's in two. Okay, so when you're <laughs> this is more, I'm just gonna keep going. When you burrow out and you're in air and mm-hmm. you know you're coming up to another sand thing and it shows you that blue circle, there is a moment where that blue circle is fading and so it's like 50% transparent, and there's just this random threshold where you no longer will be able to sandbarrow even <laughs> though the circle is still displayed, and the amount of times I got screwed over by that shit. Like, there is a goddamn circle on my screen, and I am hitting the even right bumper, <laughs> and I am not going. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that was like, that was so frustrating. The chase sequences I think were like more intense. Ori one had like way too many chase sequences. Like that was just like we can't design a boss fight. So we're gonna design <laughs> a boss run. <laughs> um, so I think like the you know, like the the they were more intense in two, but man, that mechanic just made it it makes it real fucking frustrating. Like in Chase sequences I like it when they float. And I, yeah. I don't want like Maxwell was watching me play some chase sequence with the bird. <laughs> it's like, I'm five seconds in and a tree just comes out of nowhere and <laughs> yeah. just destroys me like that's the shit that I fucking hate that's 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 the HP bar on the boss that comes all the way back to full that's that
1: that's that bullshit in gaming so you there was one particular chase sequence Um, it was one that had water uh, I don't remember what the thing chasing you was it might have been the big tentacle thing that eventually takes over the toad um, oh yeah but there was one part where you have to do, like, a grapple um, through a, like, spinning thing at the bottom. There's, like, water rushing. Terrible explanation. But I died there, like, 30 times. Like, I don't know why I could not <laughs> get the sequencing right or the momentum on that. I It, it fucked me up. So, and as we know, it well, maybe viewers don't know, but uh, Oliver is a more technically sound gamer than i am <laughs> sure we 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 learned this in, it, but... in a way out um there's a spoiler alert for way out block yours for like 10 seconds um the two main characters end up fighting each other and you're shooting at each other oliver absolutely walloped my ass um in that case i don't i literally do not remember this at all <laughs> um Oliver has obviously played and beaten Dark Souls games, something I don't even have the patience to do. And Oliver, through Hollow Knight and Ori, is clearly just a, a more proficient um, at, I think I'm at doing just a it. So. Sadomasochist, or
0: whatever you call it. The sadist? Which one's the one where you enjoy inflicting pain on yourself?
1: I don't know. It's one of them.
0: Masochism seems believable. Let me look it up. The tendency to write pleasure, especially icky, icky, from one's own pain <laughs> or humiliation. Okay. Masochist. There Dying you
1: go.
0: I know you're I'm a masochist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the the one place I will I will claim victory is anything that involves racing. Um, yeah, that's not even close. Yeah. But uh I don't know what I mean, the point not, of this was. I'm not bad, but <laughs> but are just really good. I'm pretty good, bro. Um, anyway, enough uh-huh. of that random sidetrack. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So yeah, overall, yeah, I, yeah, definitely, I would say like the mid mid low eights is how I was feeling for Ori. I I think time will heal all wounds and <laughs> reduce some of the impact of my annoyance of that last boss. But yeah i just think they i don't know it's hard to know if they could have added more content but i would not have minded more content in that game i'm happy in comparison to one that game did everything fucking right and for you know a 30 dollars game that game is fucking amazing you know like that even still at 30 bucks i would say that game is great so moving on to dead cells (laughs) my next game that i've I've only played through BC Zero, if you will, if you're familiar with Dead Cells, so I have not beat in the game, per se, but I have beat in the game, per se, if you will. (laughs) For those who don't know, I don't know how much you know about uh, Dead Cells, but it's essentially like 80s. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a roguelike, which means nothing to me, (laughs) if I'm being totally honest, but I know it's a roguelike, and I can identify roguelikes. But I couldn't describe that. (laughs) But essentially, it's like Hades in the sense that you will. There's essentially, you can imagine three columns with 12 rows, and every level is. They're all. The three by 12 is populated with maps roughly. There's a hole here or there. But essentially, you go down the rows one map at a time. So it's like you can go through the story non linearly, right? Or like. Whatever you want to call that shit, right? And then all the maps are procedurally generated. So every time that you like go through the first level, it's not gonna be the same. Every time you go through the second level, it's not gonna be the same. Um the third level. that's <laughs> the same. The, same. the fourth level, that's a boss fight. That's the same. <laughs> um so yeah, it took me, I think I beat it just before eight hours was my BC0 playthrough. And I probably had to face the final boss like three or four times. But the problem is, is it took me like it takes like 25 minutes on average for my BC zero run for me to get to the final boss. And if I fuck up, I have to go all the way back to the beginning. Like I'm stronger than I was before because you can put points in, but you got to go all the way back to the beginning. So it gave me. Uh, well, this is more in the compliment, and less in the scripting, but it it gave me that fucking when you have been fighting a boss for a while and your blood is fucking raging and you are pumped out of your mind. That's what I got the last boss. I was like,
2: oh,
0: <laughs> it felt so fucking good, and it, it's so I I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat this motherfucker. So I was so fucking powerful and in in your playthrough okay between playthroughs you can put points in just like general skills you can unlock new weapons you can get more like health rebuilds if you want to call it like you can get more health potions because you Mm -hmm. have a health flask that you keep with you unlike dark souls (laughs) never seen this mechanic before um but yeah so you can up, you just upgrade your general character, which people are like, you should do that first thing, right? Like that is super important. And then there's like four traversal mechanics you can unlock. Um but in game, there's three weapon types. And I forgot what they're called. Like one's brutality, one's tactical, and then one's like defensive or something like that. So it's red, purple, and green. And every time uh, yes. you you can find like scrolls throughout the map, and every time you find a scroll, you get to put a point in one of those three trees every scroll you put in gives you 15% extra damage, but it gives you a decreasing amount of additional HP. So if you put all your scrolls in one tree, you're going to be like glass cannon because your relative HP is going to be lower if you put them to other ones, but you're going to do a fuck ton of damage.
1: I Um, love that shit. It was like the, what was it? F-0 GX, right? That had that like when you're using boost or something, you're like taking HP or something. Yeah. Yeah. So trade offs are wonderful.
0: Yeah, no, it's, I, I'm like 17 red scrolls in, so it's like 15, 1.15 to like the 17th power extra damage on my red, like I am literally hitting like a fucking truck, and all my items are red, so I'm like, I normally just put my stuff in the defensive quote unquote build. Yeah. But I have put no points in tactical and pretty much for all three of them, the first one that you put in to give you an idea is like an additional 60% HP. So I'm running the numbers real quick and I'm at like, I'm at like, what was it? 4,000 HP or something like that. And I'm like, well, an additional 60% HP is. Additional like 2000 HP, like I'll be at 6000 HP, and then I got four more of those scrolls, and each one of them just kept giving me 2000 HP. So I walked in the last boss fight the same amount of attack damage as I did the last time with twice as much HP, <laughs> <laughs> and it made it really fucking easy. But either way, yeah, it dead cells. I still don't know what I'd give it. i'm I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. thinking a solid, solid to strong eight. I don't know. The I think the replay value for me is pretty high. And I think I enjoyed I Hades felt more hack and slashy, where Dead Souls is a wee bit slower paced. Um but like when I was playing Hades, I was just like trying to get through it. It's just there's a lot of maps. The playthroughs feel longer. I'm not sure if that's actually true or not, Hmm. but they feel longer. (laughs) Um Where Hades also does shit that I really like at the end of each level, if you kill X amount of enemies without getting hurt or if you run through it in a certain time, you get like extra shit so you can get you'll get like an extra item, extra dead cells, which you use to upgrade your character permanently. And I think well, maybe one other thing, but those two for sure. And it's like that is like they are designing in game, rewarding me for playing this game quickly which is going to make me keep playing it, because if I go through it slowly, the game is going to be boring. Yeah. Like, that is not, that is not what they want. So I think they just did a bunch of good shit development-wise. Every time you beat the game, you get a blood cell, and then if you want, you can equip the blood cell, and then the game is seemingly much more difficult when I tried my, my first blood cell one run. So, um, so yeah, I haven't beaten. It goes up to BC5, and BC5 sounds fucking horrible i mean i was looking at like so run times for a first run through is anywhere between like seven and a half hours for the fast gamers to 50 hours for the casual gamers and i have seen reddit threads of people being like i haven't beaten bc0 and i've been playing this game for 50 hours um so then i'm like huh i wonder what the upper bound is for bc5 it's like 230 something hours to beat all five for that that's, a, that's, that's the lower end the, the upper end is still like 80 hours though to beat all of them so if you like the game type then I would definitely check it out I definitely say it's worth I'd, I definitely think it's a game type that's not for everyone but it is fun it has innate replay value I mean the procedural generation just makes it so it's like it's not gonna get you're not gonna be like I've seen this map before <laughs> <laughs> but
1: slightly differently
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah that, that, that was nice Okay, and then I played Undertale and Maxwell watched me play Undertale I did. Undertale is I have not beaten it so I will say that much I, am, I have just beaten the spider lady which Maxwell will know now that I have not played any Undertale <laughs> since he watched me Undertale is fucking overhyped that much is straight up. That game's overhyped. That I'm like at a seven on that game right now. The soundtrack? A million. The soundtrack uh, for bangs, sure Cosmically ape shit. Like the writing, the character development, that's great. But the combat system, it's like, first off. If you hit if you kill one person, Maxwell did a bunch of research for me, God bless his soul. If you kill one person, your pacifist drone is fucked up. And like anyone who's at least relatively proximal to gaming community members that have played that game will know about the pacifist run. Like I knew I have never touched the game in my life and I knew about the pacifist run on it. Like that's like this is this is well known in the community <laughs> of information. Um so I'm like, you know, I botched it because I did too much damage by accident to to like a fucking a Jello. I don't even know what to describe him. I killed Jello. <laughs> and I'm angry. Um. So yeah, the combat system's just like it. I think it's unique, but it's just brutal. And it they had way too many combat scenes in the beginning to make me like get annoyed with the system really quickly. So now that it's late game. Now I'm like, I don't I don't want to fucking fight. Like, I just want to I want to sit in the seat and be driven around and just like see the world. You know, I don't I, I'm i I'm so done of fighting. So, yeah, it's also probably just because I'm bad at the game. Who knows? But it it's it is fucking frustrating. I There was I should have fleed a lot more in the beginning. I regret not doing that, but I think they should have probably I don't know. I don't know how much I believe in like developers should get into holding their hands in terms of like how to play the game, right? You know, yeah. like the the players. That's definitely um an interesting topic. Um, but yeah, it's the game's super overhyped for me. Like I said, the mu okay, the fact that it was only made by one person, that's insane. The music is bonkers, like I said, the character development and it's very cheeky, but like tastefully and like all of that shit. Like I love all that shit. Obviously if you're only one person, you're gonna have to have a simplified combat system. Like I get it. But yeah, way too, way too much combat and the combat is like what's making me dreading going back to the game
1: right yeah. now. So it's I, I'm curious if you would have thought the same thing had you not started with a pacifist run and tried upgrading your character character. Like if you got to a point where you were more powerful because you had been doing combat, if the combat would be less frustrating or more enjoyable.
0: That's what I'm feeling like right now, because now I feel like I am really fucking weak.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the problem, because your pacifist run is fucked, but because you were trying for so long, you are very low level.
0: Yeah, and I'm, like, not gonna go back and play this game again. I can tell you that much. Like, the, the game's not good enough for me. I still plan on beating it, don't get me wrong. Um, But... Yeah, it's like I'm not I'm not gonna go back and fix my pacifist run at this point. Like once I beat Undertale, that game's being that game's being put down.
1: <laughs> Removed from so, hard drive.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, that's like initial impressions on Undertale. I cannot understate how hard that soundtrack fucking goes. So even Maxwell was like, hot oh, damn, that soundtrack goes monkey. Yes. It's unbelievable. We
1: I was jamming out nonstop. <laughs> at so one of the next types of podcasts we're going to do is is do like a a talk about some of our top soundtracks of all time. And Undertale has immediately made it onto the list of my top soundtracks. Where it lands on there, I'll have to do some more thinking and research, but Undertale has immediately firmly planted itself in top soundtracks. It's yeah, daunting. it's actually it's actually unbelievably good, especially
0: the fact that it's what, that's what fucks me up. Like one person was able to do all the coding, the graphics, and the composition. Like that, that is a that is an impressive man. That man deserves a kiss on the cheek, if you it will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've just been going through Bioshock remastered. Nice. And nothing, nothing too shocking there. <laughs> Bio shocking. <laughs> I lost, I'm pretty sure that was the title of my stream yesterday. Thank you for stealing it. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, uh, it crashed and I lost like an hour and a half worth of progress. And I was like, I literally uninstalled it immediately. And then I was like, eh, I should just finish the, the playthrough. So then I reinstalled it and it still got my save. So nice. it's only crashed one more time. And I, it only took me like maybe 15 minutes to catch back up. I alt-tabbed while it was loading. Amateur mistake. You would think you could do other things while the game's loading because the game isn't doing anything, <laughs> at least in terms of like for you. Uh, but that was that was wrong. Bioshock, as good as I remember it, it's maybe not actually as good as I remember it, but as
1: I think it's held up. Well, I I watched you play it briefly, and I forgot how fun it is and good looking and interesting
0: it looks pretty good and rapture is just like the the i think what makes the game is mostly the well i mean the gameplay is fun don't get me wrong but the mm-hmm. like rapture itself and the environment is incredible it's like the perfect amount of just like dark twistedness they throw some horror in there too you know like they really like playing with essentially i guess your just senses while you're you know in this underwater dystopia, which is also I was like watching this director's commentary. Yeah, in the remaster version, they have director's commentary and they were saying they were originally planning on it being in a spaceship, but I think like the last game that they did was on a spaceship. But they wanted to make sure that whatever space that they did use was really limited so that way they can design the space exactly to their wants, because if they do like something in like New Jersey, then they're going to be expecting a bridge over to New York City. You know, like you can't just like change how our world is designed. But if you do something that's totally isolated, such as an underwater city, (laughs) and you literally get to design it however you want. And also because it's underwater, then they were like, we don't have to worry about rendering super far in the distance because the expectation when you're underwater is that you can't even see that far in the first place. So then they can just take like, the Rockefeller Plaza type, you know, imagery, slap it all over the place. But, like, you're not expecting to be able to see 80 quintillion miles into the distance. Yeah. This is... This, this is... I, I I thought it was actually pretty interesting. I normally don't enjoy watching Dumb dumb sock. <laughs> I, I love that damn them.
1: shit. Yeah. It's super interesting to understand why they made certain decisions that they did.
0: Yeah. So... But, yeah, I... I have been doing the most troll fucking build. Well, I am officially the cameraman and I am because I definitely did not take very many pictures the first time that I played that game. But you can take pictures to unlock more information and get new abilities. So now I just run up to the enemies and snap as many photos as humanly possible. I've kept 100 (laughs) film because each photo you get reduced points, but you still get points towards it. It's, like, at a certain threshold, it'll stop allowing you to take photos anyways. So, if you just spam the photo button, you can get, you know, three or four photos off. And then I'm also full full wrench mode. I have wrench jockey, so increased damage to my wrench. And then there's two, like, sport upgrades. So, I run faster and swing faster. So, I'm, like, swinging the wrench like it's a fucking piece of paper. Just bonking people. and some it's- pictures. <laughs> it is actually so ridiculous and i definitely i almost feel like i'm having more fun on this playthrough because i'm actually using the tonics and stuff that they have not just like uh mm-hmm. i think I, I spent like a bunch of money last one on my first playthrough just upgrading my health and eve a shit ton um and this one all i've been doing is just like upgrading more slots so i can have more spells activate like Accessible to me, yeah, and it's been it's been way more like fun than I remember. I mean, I didn't mind the gameplay, but like the ri- the wrench shit, is so goony. I mean, like there's no way around it. I just feel so ridiculous running around. I'm getting shot at with a revolver, or shit like that, right? And I just walk up, oh, bitch, what you what you gonna do? I got a wrench.
1: So yeah, that freedom of play is super cool. Yeah. And and it sounds like well done because there's a lot of different ways you can approach the game, and it seems like each of them is almost as fun as the next. Like there's not like one that's just like, oh, we gave you that option, but if you try it, it's gonna suck. Like,
0: yeah, no, there's a bunch of plasmids and stuff that I haven't even touched yet, um, that I want to get, but I'm maxing out the photographer wrench jockey bill man you gotta keep you gotta keep the theme alive and well so so yeah there is there's 35 minutes of me rambling about games not that constructively but constructively enough
1: nice the the, talking about rapture being underwater and like draw distance and stuff like that reminded me of silent hill so most or a lot of people familiar with game development are probably familiar with the original silent hill and it's a very foggy um town that you're in and that was a design decision because they couldn't render the entire city on the playstation one um and it ended shockingly up, yeah it ended up being an iconic and part of Silent Hill, something that was actually added a lot to the gameplay, it made it very creepy that you couldn't see very far in all this fog and what's going to come at you. But that design decision wasn't because they thought it would look cool. It was because they literally couldn't render and it ended up paying off. So, yeah, that shit's cool. I also just like that
0: it's it's in it's almost more exciting to hear these guys talk about trying to design around the limitations of hardware because I feel like that's like such a more realistic issue to have for like a lot of people outside of the gaming industry where i feel like if i listen to people talk now it's not like it's not designing around like how are we gonna make how are we going to draw a picture, you know, when I only have three color crayons, essentially, or something like that? Now it's like, how do I juice out literally every single fucking ounce of this? And even then, I'm still only going to be using half the power of this machine.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> that, that's how oh, easy yeah. development has been getting, which is great. And why there have been so many good indie games um, lately, because the the cost of entry is so much lower into like developing fun, exciting games. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I agree with, with you. It's much more interesting to hear how you're overcoming these stupid hardware limitations, um, especially on older consoles and stuff. So, yeah. So I guess Dope. the
0: good old days are gone. Yeah.
1: That was easy to develop well, fun games game. and we have so many fun games to play. It's just the worst. That that's just good. Oh, well, quick gripe too.
0: Go for it. I have Xbox Game Pass. Well, quick positive. I have Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> quick gripe. Well, Xbox Game Pass has been great because that's essentially the reason I played Dead Cells and was able to play Ori as well all the way through and Undertale for dollar Goodbye, Maxwell. I did not realize that Xbox Game Pass is like it's like rotating stock, bro. It's a it's seasonal IPA. It's a seasonal beer. Um. So I'm looking up from, like, essentially the top of this year uh, what Metroidvanias they have on there and getting really hyped to play all these Metroidvania games. And, like, half of them aren't on there anymore. So I don't know if Microsoft's going to put them back on, but there's one called the Messenger that for sure I really want to play. Oh, cha-cha.
1: Look at that little baby.
2: Look at the little baby. Oh.
1: So that, that's interesting because the, the sometimes when we've been griping about Xbox Game Pass, that's been one of the things that we've had concerns with is when you don't own the titles, they may come and go. And we've talked about it with Forza Motorsport 7. Also, Chocho is amazing. Um, oh, uh, being removed from Game Pass because of the licensing issues. Um, And yeah, especially it it sounds like maybe with indie titles and stuff too, might be more of a, um, impacted by that for whatever reason. Um, but that's, that's disappointing to hear. And again, kind of highlights. We've been praising Xbox game pass a lot lately, but there's, um, speaking of (laughs) we've, we've been tearing down PlayStation quite a bit. We're about to lift them up. We're, we're swapping things this episode. Um, but before that, you you said that I stole the Bioshocking joke from you, and it reminded me. Speaking of stealing, <laughs> um, IGN is doing a top video game bracket right now. Obviously, stealing our totally original oh, yeah, idea yeah, yeah. that it, it, no one's ever done the- a bracket before.
0: We exactly. did exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but they they've been doing like some Instagram polls and stuff, and there were there were a couple results so like in on instagram polls once you vote it shows you like the percent like you're voting between two things it shows you the percentage of people that picked one over the other um i thought some of them were interesting so i'm gonna say the two games and i want to i want you to guess Mm -hmm. what what you think people like and by how much like if you think it's a lot or if it's close okay first one god of war percentages okay god of war 2018 versus Starcraft.
2: starcraft uh i'm
0: actually gonna say starcraft 60 40
1: it is god of war 92 to 8
0: uh i thought i thought the goon squad was gonna come out and the starcraft lovers were just gonna be coming out of the woodwork. these bastards
1: <laughs> so i that,
0: th- that just is like i now understand the population that is on ig <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know i i'd screenshot that because out of all of them that was by far the biggest disparity um like 92 to eight, like I was like, Holy R- shit,
0: RTSs are like not popular anymore either. Like, that's definitely uh,
1: return to sunders.
0: <laughs> How'd you know? Um, real time strategy, come on, come on, yeah, what do you know? Yeah, yeah. I know, but the joke just hurt me. I needed to prefer my own sake, <laughs> printed circuit, say circuit board, come on. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I mean, like name the last RTS that like major one that came out that people were super hyped about. I mean, the last one I can really think of is Starcraft two that was early 2010s. And by that point, I feel like RTS has already lost the bulk of their like talk about popularity.
1: Yeah, it's I I think nostalgia is probably going to be the biggest factor for a game like that, because I don't know many people that actively play Starcraft. I know a lot of people who have, but actively playing it. I'm not sure of that many
0: yeah and i've gone back to starcraft and it's just like i mean i'm yeah i'd rather just play starcraft 2 at this point just like that's just something where it's like the game isn't going to change that much it's not like you're playing it for like an amazing in-depth story either you know it's like oh i can play as the zerg and the protoss or whatever with 18 trillion times better graphics wow (laughs) i wonder which one i'm gonna pick Okay, hit me with the next one.
1: All right. Street Fighter 2 versus Pokemon Yellow.
2: Pokemon Yellow. 85 to 15. 50 50. So none won.
0: None none won. None won. That's really surprising.
1: Yeah. Now, okay, I should also say, which one would you have picked? Do these reflect your decisions? So between God of War and Starcraft, what would you have picked?
0: Uh,
1: for our, as a top game of all time? Yeah. So think back to like our bracket. Like if those two were going up against each other real quick, gut feeling, what would you go with?
0: Well, I don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. I don't know. If, I, if, if I'm just doing gut feeling, I'd just pick God of War. But I uh, an objectively better game, I guess, when I'm saying it in the sense of, like, the impact that StarCraft had on gaming in general, uh, you
1: know? Remember, our bracket's about how we feel about it. That's why I'm asking
0: about... I don't think that's how IGN's doing it. I don't think IGN's just doing their, like, how do we feel about Hollow Knight and why it's the best game of all time. <laughs>
1: True. Okay. So they didn't steal our idea. Okay. That's right.
0: So that's, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like, if, and if I was in IGN's shoes, I would be more willing to pick Starcraft. But in my shoes, no. There's plenty of RTSs out there. Like, and when I played, starcraft it was already like late and played other rts's i'd rather fucking bang out age of empires at this point than starcraft yeah. I,
1: I'll, I'll i'll keep it straight um and, and to be fair so ign isn't picking these this is a community picked so their bracket is they're just taking all the votes from like instagram youtube and a couple other places aggregating them and that's how um yeah games are moving on so okay so you would have picked god of war for the first one the second one between street fighter 2 and pokemon, pokemon yellow. yellow Pokemon yeah, Yellow. that's There's what I literally chose. zero
0: question There's no po- street Street Fighter 2, What? there's a there's a fifth Street Fighter out with better, <laughs> more moves, more characters. Um, nah, maybe Street Fighter 2 was that good, but I have a really hard time imagining that two is that danky, but
1: we continue. And, and I obviously would have picked God of War for the first one, because if you're listening now and you aren't caught up on our top 50 bracket, God of War won my bracket. So yeah, I already spoiled mine. So, um, OK, next one. Half-Life 2 and Rise of the Tomb Raider.
0: Half-Life 2.
1: 90-10. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. fifty nine forty one.
0: These people have horrible taste.
1: That was probably <laughs> the most surprising one, because in my eyes, the gaming community... I thought you said the first
0: one was the most surprising one. No, <laughs> you that, to pick no one. it was the
1: biggest disparity between the <laughs> oh. two. Um, but this was probably the most surprising one, because Half-Life 2 in my eyes, the gaming community just like... Holds it up on this crazy Slurps. pedestal. Like, Slurps. Where's Half Life Three? Oh my God, Half Life, Half Life, and a fucking Rise of the Tomb Raider. Like, I mean, yeah. Fuck if I care about that decent game. game but like, what? Who's voting that higher than Half Life Two? I don't know.
0: No, um, well, it sounds like we just have PlayStation fan fanboys on our hands here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, d- I don't know, man. That's a yeah weird one. But yeah, so that, that was kind of interesting. And then I think. This is the last one that I had screenshot because I thought was interesting. So between Hades and Metroid Prime.
0: Hades ninety ten.
1: <laughs> Metroid Prime, fifty
0: four forty six. Adam's gonna be mad about that one. I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, would you uh, have picked Metroid Prime? That, that's a tough one because I know I know you do you, you do like both those. It games. is tough, but I think I would pick Metroid Prime. Yeah,
0: I will say, I mean, Hades is a fucking good game. The problem is, is I by thinking about it, I start thinking about Metroid Prime and then nostalgia overcomes me and I just start thinking about I can't even remember his name but the composer for it and all the bangers that he brings (sighs) Kenji Yamamoto. There we go. Oh my god, the soundtrack on that goes hard. Um, but yeah, I think that disparity is like more reasonable between the two. I also think it's kind of an unfair comparison comparing an indie game to like a Nintendo major's title. Uh, but I guess there's enough years apart. We'll let it pass.
1: <laughs> all right, so that was all for for the IGN one. Um, I've got lots of things on this news, so I'm trying to pick like the most interesting ones G-Z to talk about today so i guess let's just get right into um ps5 uh, we'll, we'll just kind of finish off with that um there's there's a lot of ps5 so so before the showcase we talked I think last podcast about there being the smaller heatsink um, on the new PS5. It's it's funny we like we talk about these things and then like the next day after we talk about them, there's like updates on them. So then we have to wait like a freaking entire week to talk about them again. So the, because our podcast is very temporally relevant, ever evergreen, baby, um, ever evergreen. So the. the the ps5 has a smaller. the the newer model has a smaller heat sink by about 277 grams we talked last week austin (laughs) evans did a video and he he thought it was going to be worse because it it ran a little bit hotter blah 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 it wasn't scientific at all was conjecture and we discussed we're like maybe it could be but we just don't know so um igor's lab um famous for doing lots of tech Break down scientific stuff similar, like probably like the what you see German, I think like German version of Gamers Nexus, I guess probably is maybe the best way to describe it. Um, Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve? Um, Steve, but but did an actual scientific test of the comparing the two PS5s with actual thermal couples like on the APU, on the memory, all that kind of stuff, and found that the new PS5 with the smaller heatsink runs ten degrees colder on the APU. So it is actually a pretty substantial improvement on APU um, heat dissipation. Um, There was a a marginal increase in some of the memory temperatures, uh, but the APU is the most important thing. So going back to Mark Cerny's tech dive on the APU, I'll just lightly gloss over this, but the APU um, combines a CPU and a GPU um, onto the same chip and it shares the ps5 is running at constant peak power and then determines where to throw that power to the cpu and gpu dynamically based on the demands of the game at the time um and they did that intentionally for cooling purposes they wanted to make sure that there wasn't going to be like throttling and and moving up and down so they're like running peak power all the time bouncing back and forth so if the apu is now running colder um that gives you some more headroom, maybe some longevity of life. I don't know if you're going to see there There aren't any current performance improvements in game. I don't know if that's something we'll see, but it is. it gives you a little bit more headroom depending on where you're placing the PS5 um, longevity. Yeah, is that there any longitudinal
0: so, data saying how much longer the PlayStation is going to last because of it?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Damn. So <laughs> I would have thought someone had done that. <laughs> something not to take away from this is Neither Austin Evans nor Igor's lab has conclusively proven that one is better than the other. Um but what we have shown is that it does seem to be at least not a decrease in performance with the new smaller heatsink. If anything, you now have a lighter console um and it runs just as well performance-wise, maybe a little bit colder <laughs> on things, but essentially there is no need to panic, no need to worry. The new PS5 is great. Just like the old one. Probably better hyper, because it's lighter.
0: Hyper portable PS5 now.
1: Hyper portable. I mean, compared it's it she a chonky boy, as I, I keep she, saying. She 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 do be a chonky boy. Um, so I thought
0: that was interesting. Um also I we get so overhyped or like over discussed.
1: I think it's so not a big deal. Agreed like, completely. Um I it I think it's interesting to talk about and like instead of shitting on the ps5 we're shitting on the people who are like trying to like come up to these conclusions so we're we're probably just as bad in a a different way but if if the the ps5 work played the game you're gonna have a good time um so now you just got to get your hands on one so good luck with that um last week we also spoke about horizon forbidden west pre-orders how effed up it was that there wasn't a upgrade path from ps4 to ps5 so they had originally promised a free upgrade from ps4 to ps5 but there wasn't even a like 10 dollar upgrade path if you had bought the ps4 and then wanted the ps5 version you would have to pay full price and right after we discussed that jim ryan uh president ceo of playstation entertainment turned off or the podcast Sony, um he <laughs> was like oh shit we gotta fix this and uh but he did release a statement like almost immediately after we had recorded saying that's when
0: Oliver our pissed
1: <laughs> hey we realized we messed up um so they are now offering free upgrades from ps4 to ps5 version however so i have pre-ordered the PS5 Special Edition for $10 more than the PS4 version. And as far as I can tell, I'm not going to get a refund.
0: You're not getting your refund,
1: bro. Um, So still kind of shady. Uh, but for anyone who has not pre-ordered yet, has done anything, if you're looking to get the PS5 version, just save your $10 and get the PS4 version, and you'll get the free upgrade to PS5. Um, and, and with that, they confirmed... Made it clear to everyone, moving forward for any cross-gen titles, if you buy the PS4 version, it will be a $10 upgrade to the PS5 version. So just made that clear. Moving forward, they're like, hey, we did promise free back then, so we'll make this one free. But just want to be clear, there will be an upgrade path, and it will be $10. So they cleared some of it up. They still muddied shit up. Like, I spend $10 more than I need to to basically have PS5 on the case instead of PS4. Um, So hey whoa bro dude come on that's true that's worth that's worth 20 dollars right there (laughs) um so whatever but the exciting stuff the juiciest of the juice the playstation 5 showcase had game announcements left and right Mm. it had surprises Mm. had some good shit um Mm. and so what games max I'm going to just kind of run through a list of the game announcements real quick that I thought were the most exciting, and then we'll deep dive into a couple of them. So they announced Knights of the Old Republic getting a ground up remake for PS5, and it will also be available on PC, as I understand. It is at minimum a timed exclusive for PS5. I don't know if it will ever come to Xbox, but it sounds like it will be coming to PC. Um, So there's that. Go ahead could could be hype. Um we'll see. Uh Alan Wake officially getting a remaster um that'll be coming out October 5th, I believe, for um the the new consoles, Xbox, PC and PlayStation because it was an Xbox exclusive back in the day, coming to PlayStation. However, I watched the trailer, it looks exactly the fucking same. So, it is it is a remaster not a remake so that's the the delineation that you always have to be careful with so remasters like some better textures better resolution all that kind of stuff but it's effectively the same game and so for me i i was originally gonna be like oh man maybe they'll like improve the game mechanics and stuff like that no so the no. game is still gonna be the shitty alan Wake it was before <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This, that,
0: that, this is gonna be a flop from from the first time you mentioned it i was not interested in this i mean this is just I think this is a bad move and just a waste of time on whoever's making it.
1: Yeah. So you were talking about Undertale being overhyped. I think Alan Wake is very overhyped. Like people are like, oh my God, Alan Wake. Go to Maxwell Lewis Gaiman. Tell me if I had a good time. i i mean okay i think
0: if you played it when the game came out a lot of your frustrations would have been minimized for sure
1: for sure that
0: much i think needs to be stated but is the game overhyped yeah i'm 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 still cool with that accusation
1: (laughs) i I got no issue with that but if you have never played it and you're like oh man the remaster is a great time to pick it up don't that's all i'll say um they showed uh some more guardians of the galaxy gameplay um and they had they confirmed like spaceship combat and it actually looked pretty dope and I, I know that you always talk about like space um and like wanting more space games i still don't think guardians of galaxy is probably going to be a great game um but it did look visually stunning and the the space combat looked like it could be pretty interesting so um thought that was pretty cool um death loop has gotten it's like 400th trailer um it's actually coming out i thought that game got announced in fucking 2005 bro it, it so the <laughs> game literally but like basically that but the game will be coming out i think if you're listening to the podcast that we'll be releasing on wednesday i think it either comes out today or yesterday but coming out like essentially now finally um but this particular trailer was probably the best one yet and got me the most excited for the game it actually looks really good it's in the same uh vein of like bioshock and dishonored and stuff has those same kind of powers abilities all that kind of stuff looks pretty cool um it's a game i i won't pick it up right away at launch because i just don't have enough time to game right now there's a lot of other games i'll play before it but it is one i will definitely pick up at some point and play through. maybe
0: you should just stop playing invisible sushi
1: (laughs) i know ghost of sushi was taking me way too long man um that's for damn real um the uncharted 4 and uncharted the lost legacy officially getting um remastered and bundled for release on the ps5 and pc so don't care uh yeah i know you don't care you've already played it. there's no need for you to play it anymore um but for people who do not have a playstation console that's pretty hype uncharted 4 is a fantastic looking game i'm excited to see what like a top tier pc running uncharted 4 looks like that's going to be incredible um and it's just a great game so it's open to a wider audience so coming to ps5 yeah i don't give a shit about that but coming to pc is is hype yeah Um, the ps5
0: i don't care about The, the the pc i am happy to hear i might play lost legacy
1: I, or whatever I, it's called. Yeah, that, that I would recommend. It they are bundled, yeah. so you'll end up getting both if you do go that route. But um
0: I wouldn't mind owning Uncharted 18. What what the poor?
1: Final answer for. <laughs> um Grand Turismo seven got a fantastic trailer that we'll potentially talk about a little bit more in a second here. Um, but it, it got a release date, March fourth, twenty twenty two. Um hopefully that's actually when it comes out. Uh, but pretty hyped for that. And then some of the bigger announcements, Um, Insomniac Games, who is responsible for Ratchet & Clank, Spider-Man most recently, who just released Spider-Man Remastered, Spider-Man Miles Morales, and Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart within less than a year, um, has announced okay. that they are releasing or working on a Wolverine game that will be in the same universe as Spider-Man. And also that they're working on Spider-Man 2, that has a release window of 2023. Um, and it will have both Miles Morales and Spider-Man, with the main villain appears to be Venom, um, if you're familiar with the game. So that looked super That's hypey. Outside. Yeah, super hypey. The the Spider-Man and Miles Morales, I think very highly of. So having Wolverine. You know that? Yeah. If you watched the Mo video games, top fifty showdown, maybe you'd know. Um <laughs> But I feel like that was
0: implying that I haven't watched it, and I'm a little hurt.
1: <laughs> I don't think you've watched it. You were there for it, but I don't know. I doubt you've gone back and watched it. Yeah, so I've wa- I, I, I watched it real time, bro.
0: <laughs> That's called live cinema,
1: baby. Live cinema. Uh, and then, uh, obviously, the probably the biggest announcement everyone was waiting for God of War Ragnarok still has the release window of 2022. There was no further release day stuff, but it got like a three and a half minute trailer showing a lot of gameplay, a lot of the new environments, a lot of stories, and most importantly, there's some fucking dope ass graphics. Um so that was most
0: importantly my ass. Come on, man, maybe not most important.
1: Well uh, kind of important though, because we when it got announced that it was going to be cross gen, there's always the worry of like, oh is that going to hold back the PS5 versions? We thought that Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Forbidden West Proved. No, it's still going to look fucking next-gen. God of War Ragnarok also going to look fucking next-gen. But before we deep dive into God of War Ragnarok, because I want to get there, that's what I actually put up as the game for this podcast on YouTube. It's very in the lead until the very end. Um, I want to talk about Forspoken. Another game that was announced. Did, did you watch the trailer for that, Oliver?
0: I did watch the trailer.
1: Lay it on me. I want to hear your thoughts. Raw dog right now.
0: I thought the trailer sucked ass. I'm not joking. (laughs) I was like so fucking not interested in the game based on the trailer. Just watching that woman walk around aimlessly. And I was like, I was also watching on my phone to be fair. So it's like, I think it was outputting it like 720p. So maybe the game looks fucking great. I don't know. Um, Sure. But. But, like, I was just like, I have no fucking interest in what's happening right now. And they've done nothing to generate interest. Once they started showing g- actual gameplay mm-hmm. and, like, the map, those both look great and look, look exciting. But even by the end of it, I am just like... So, she has a snake that's wrapped around her wrist that gives her superpowers, and that's the story. Like- a <laughs> <Hey>, cuff. <laughs> okay, I'm calling it the snake. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... I I was not that hype after, the like I said, the gameplay and the map definitely got me more hype. It, the map looked fucking crazy. Like that giant hill that you could just see for, for uh, felt like was like forever and a half. Yeah. You know, and there's like a giant battle arena at the top too. Like there's going to be some crazy shit going on there, but just at that- like the
1: arena. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's mostly what I cared about, like the actual story. They, they went very little into what's happening. Um, the, the gameplay and the environment were definitely the things I was more wanting to take away from that. Um, so I'm glad that you resonated with that. So now I'm going to drop some more interesting uh, things on you. The soundtrack is being composed jointly between Bear McCreary and Gary Shyman Sheeman? not exactly sure how you pronounce that. Bear being God of War 2018 um, Terrible game. soundtrack. Um, and Gary being Bioshock. Um, Terrible game. So that's pretty exciting. And it's being written by um, a different Gary, Gary Witta. What are you doing? <laughs> this. I want a new stand. The, the sound on this is going to be just... Dump, 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 dum. dum, 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 dum. All the time, my goodness. Um, but it's being written by Gary Witta, who wrote Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and um, Amy Hennig, responsible for a lot of the Uncharted series. Um, so they're, they're bringing in some huge industry veterans for the story and the soundtrack. So that gets me very hyped. Um, the gameplay looks good, environments look good, and it's has a target release of spring 2022. Um, so... Did, did any of that information about the composers or writers do anything to your excitement levels? Okay. That's that
0: what I think. That only makes right. me more nervous for a flop. When people do that shit, that's only... I, I'm only like, oh, wait, if this flops, this is going to be a crash and burn.
1: <laughs> it's true. That, that's fair. And, and we talked about that with the That's No Moon development studio, bringing in a lot of industry veterans. It's like that... Could be great or it could be an absolute shit show. Like
0: Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'll definitely check out the game when it comes out. Like, I mean I'm definitely interested in it, but Yeah. Yeah, I thought I just feel like as a trailer, that 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 trailer did feel weak. I don't I'm, I almost I'm with you with that mostly. show like more gameplay. I don't fucking care that plaid shirt woman <laughs> has a snake on her wrist. Frey and the cuff.
1: <laughs> but yes
0: snake pledge shirt woman <laughs> thank you very much
1: <laughs> um yeah th- that's definitely one of those that like for sure would never be a pre-order would be waiting until reviews come out so um uh, i will i will ho- re- reserve my hype train a little bit but the maxwell hype train is hard to to shut down um tickets are free you can hop aboard
2: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh Chocho. such an adorable cat um but yeah, so so that one I thought was pretty interesting. But now, okay, the pièce de résistance, Forza, <laughs> um, God of War, Ragnarok. I I take it you watched the trailer. You for want
0: that. me to? You want me to go again?
1: Yeah, go again, baby. Did destroy right. destroy my hopes and dreams? Yeah, <laughs>
0: I'm I'm, I'm saying on the the anti hype trade. Um, okay, this one was not a bad trailer. This one was just a meh trailer. And to me, for God of War, that's a bad trailer. <laughs> I'm being really honest. I did not see enough. Okay, also to be fair, I mean, like, I'm, again, watching this like half half awake, you know. But because I I've literally watched it all when I was lying in bed this morning. Um, Did not see enough gameplay stuff or like map stuff that felt drastically different. Than what we saw in the first God of War, it just it, they did not show very much to like. I mean, there's definitely a couple of things that were like novel content, like yeah uh, like grappling cooks effectively. I was like, oh, I don't see that before. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of like, if they told me that 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 was generated on 2018 gameplay, I would have believed them. You know, like uh it just it felt very samey. Uh, and then the story, swear to God. If I get another bitch fest from that motherfucking Loki, <laughs> I am literally going to throw the game in the trash. And I am really <laughs> feeling a bitch fest coming in hot with how they showed. It's like the personal development that happened in 2018. I feel like they like just like reverted it back to the beginning of the game. Like Kratos is back to like begrudging Kratos, but like they talk like he's being a father and i'm like no kratos is still being a douchebag like he's still still just doing the same no my balls are on the floor because my voice is so low like i yeah i'm still hyped for the game i'm still excited to play it and still want to play it but like i am looking forward to the next trailer because normally a lot of the times I feel like on these first trailers, they do this shit where they just like, are like, yeah. we actually don't have enough done yet, so we're just going to show you last game. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, I'm honestly just not putting much uh, like salt in the water here or whatever you want to call it, because I, I just think that this is they just needed a trailer to show. I don't know how the graphics looked. I was watching on my phone. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it was outputting at 720p. So graphics look great. That'd be cool. But the graphics look great last game. So I'd expect them to look <laughs> pretty great.
1: Yeah. And this is why I wanted to get your opinion on these. Because my my hype train levels go up here. And I need to be brought down to reality. Um, but, uh, okay. So I guess going into the graphics. The graphics looked like... The, the last game did look incredible. So it's not like... Fucking uh, a 10,000% leap, but the like, facial and character animations look stupid good. The fur and like hair, it's like all of those little things that were very difficult to do well are now because like there there were other parts that are done so well like environments and stuff like that have looked good for a while but some of yeah, those um, things like facial animations fair fair <laughs> hair and fur um <laughs> water and fire and, and all those kind of things but actually though and, and water also when he was on the boat that water we saw a glimpse of how good water looks next gen on with horizon forbidden west um the water looks fucking crystal clear and dope af um
0: yeah water looks like shit in bioshock i mean consequence of the age (laughs) but like looks fine when it's out in the ocean because it's not moving but as soon as you have rushing water come in i'm just like holy cow you used four pixels
1: for an entire stream of water (laughs) that's a great that's incredible (laughs) um so yeah graphically it is it is a market improvement um it i think it is still kind of in that realm of cross-gen where it does look very similar um but but some of the 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 gripes I think that you're bringing up about like kind of looking very similar, I think is somewhat intentional. I think of this almost like a part one and part two um where like this is a continuation of the story. like we were almost left on a we literally were left on a cliffhanger um with the first one, and it's like episode one and then episode two and they've they've announced this is the the finale of the Norse saga um so like these two games kind of being together so it it does take place in a lot of similar environments with a lot of same characters because it's finishing what they set up in the first game
0: sounded like an excuse for a mediocre game and not like a reason for one <laughs> i i think but this was I, I will i will say i will say optimistic i will i will give that i will give that valid for this one <laughs> only because i like God of war
1: and i think it's also why it's coming out so soon after the last game because i i would imagine the development kind of continued more or less seamlessly into this game um with, with some improvements but so in the last game you could only visit six of the nine realms in this game all nine realms will be visited um which includes now Jotunheim, Svartalheim, and Asgard—I think were the three you couldn't visit before. Svartalheim being the dark elves, Asgard being Odin, um, and like Thor's realm. And I don't know about what Jotunheim is, but yeah, you, we will be visiting all nine realms, and those will be available to us in this game. Um, the we now see Tyr um, was shown in the trailer. Who is the Norse god of war? So as god of war god of war um and and tier looks pretty dope and then yeah you you brought up grappling um that is something that that appears to be a new mechanic uh that should be kind of interesting hopefully opens up a little bit more opportunity i did notice i kind of went back through and watched and there was definitely some new um attack animations some new abilities um and stuff but I, i i do think it will be more evolutionary not revolutionary because it's supposed to be a continuation of one and maybe that is an excuse maybe maybe they should have gone bigger um but i'm okay with it especially with how quickly this game is coming out following the first game um like when spider-man 2 comes out i'm not expecting to completely change the gameplay um or, or anything i'm expecting it to be evolutionary but that, that's my opinion i'm mr hype train I'll, I'll i'll give him excuses all day every day Um I need I
0: need the juice, man. If it's gonna come out, I need the juice. We've talked about this before. These developers are already overworked. Give me good shit if you're gonna take the time on shit. Don't give me this. I would rather wait another three years and get a fucking banger, Kratos, and Oliver mythology. (laughs) The classic branch.
1: Well, so the the PS5 showcase, so we know that Corey Barlog, the director of 2018, is not the director of this game, but he is working he's the, the creative director at Santa Monica studios now, and he is working on several projects that he could not talk about. Um, so that, that gets me hyped for, for what could be going forward. And this being the end of the North saga, like I keep saying, I think of these as kind of like part one and part two, I would be very interested to see if they take God of war somewhere else following, but I kind of think this is going to be the end of God of war for a while. Um, like they're, they're finishing off this Norse story. Um, they, they brought it back, took some risks there, and they're probably going to go in a new direction with game is my guess. But hey, maybe they are working on some crazy God of War. Uh, what, so we got Greek mythology. We got Norse. Uh, what other? Oliver m- uh, Oliver mythology. Boom. Thank there you. you go. God of War in a modern day America. <laughs> it's like GTA World with God of War running around. I
0: was watching this video about how God of War works in terms of relative to Norse mythology, and apparently it's just because there's no documentation on Norse mythology.
1: <laughs> Wait, was there's it only like a, a video saying like a, a Norse mythology expert like reacts to God of War or something like that?
0: No, I don't think that was. The okay. title. I think they were just explaining the backstory. But apparently, there's only like two main books that are, like, essentially, like, the, the pinnacle reference for Norse mythology, and there's essentially not much other information out there. So, there's, like, huge gaps in information when Loki was a kid, and also, Loki killed quite a few motherfuckers. <laughs> so, re- reverting him to being a kid instead of being, like, through his teenage years allows them to, like, change the direction of, you know, there's, like, a bunch of, like, things that are undone, like, gods that are still alive, such as Balder, um, because apparently, actual Loki did kill Balder by giving the whatever the elderberry or whatever fucking arrow that you know the green arrow that he punched. Oh, the mistletoe. To. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he gave that to like one of Balder's like family members or something like that, and they all knew that Balder was invincible, right? So he was just like, throw this at Balder. Wouldn't it be funny? You know, like he. It's not <laughs> like he's gonna die from it anyways, and then and then Balder dies. <laughs> Savage. So Loki was a bastard. Like, oh my god, dude! That yeah explains why I hated him so much in the first one. God, when boy doesn't listen when I say shoot your arrow, I got an issue. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So that's most most of what I wanted to kind of talk about with uh, God of War. Um, there's a dog sled is a new way to travel. Um. That's kind of hype because it's now frozen. It's wintertime. Um, and uh, there's a brand new huge village populated with people, um, which is something that they didn't have in the first game. So that uh, seemed to be pretty hype.
0: I was hesitant. And then you said dog slide. This game's 10 out of 10. 10 game's out of 10, over.
1: baby. I don't even got to play it no more um yeah but we are well over an hour at this point so that's as most of the stuff i need to talk about so oliver's been playing some crazy games he's got some opinions opinions ps5 showcase crazy get get hyped for the next two to three years by the time you can get your hands on a ps5 the it's gonna be it's gonna be hype up in here um yeah the the new ps5 with smaller heatsink Runs cooler. Crazy. Could be better. Uh free upgrade. Horizon Forbidden West. PS4 to PS5. It's been a great week Except for gaming. Maxwell. Except for me. I I'm a fucking dumb. Is this is why you don't pre-order. This is another case in point. Don't pre-order because then they're just gonna fucking change prices on you and fuck you over. So what assholes. 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 But, yeah, pretty hype. So congratulations to Santa Monica Studios, Insomniac Games. Polyphony Digital, all of the indie developers that I don't know the names of, um, everything for a pretty stellar showcase. PlayStation, I I do want to say that when they put together their showcases that they've been doing recently, the production value is top-notch they are entertaining to watch um they are shot beautifully all of the interviews with everyone and like they they pre-record like all of the interviews and stuff with clearly a script but it doesn't seem forced um or even like heavily rehearsed it's just really well done and compared to like the e3 showcases here in xbox and stuff that shit is was so boring and shitty to watch Um, So I do have to give PlayStation some mad props like they they have been fucking over the pricing and the confusion between cross gen titles. But when it comes to the stuff that matters, the actual games and production value, they are fucking delivering. So hats off to you, Sony. You don't completely suck. just mostly just mostly um so i guess to end on what uh games are you going to be playing next and are you playing through bioshock do you have any plans to follow up bioshock nope nice
0: (laughs) uh they have like inside or whatever that indie game was i don't think it's inside i think it's like the sequel or the the follow-up that the studio released outside uh God damn it! I took that seriously for a second, and I regret using any brain power on that joke. Um, yeah, I forgot. It's like loner, maybe, or something like that. But uh, I forgot what it was. It's okay. not loner. Loner just sounds like bully from fucking Xbox, Xbox 360 gen. Uh, which I never played that game, but apparently it's good. But yeah, so that's that's probably the next one. Like I said, there's a uh, the messenger, but that one I think is about thirty dollars. So I'm waiting for it to either go on sale or go on Xbox Game Pass. And there's a couple other games here and there that I saw that look, I um, will just see how desperate I get. I mean, all the Gears games are on there, so maybe I'll play one of the new Gears, but I haven't played a AAA title in 42 years at this point. Come on. I actually don't remember the last AAA title I played other than, it
2: must have been God of War, so.
1: Yep. That checks out.
0: Okay, I'm playing Bioshock. Never mind. I played one oh. yesterday. We good.
1: <laughs> True that. All right. So, so do, you, do you, how do you, <laughs> do you think you're going to keep game pass for a little bit? Or are you just trying to blast through a month and, and cancel?
0: I'm just playing, on playing game pass. until so there's, uh, there's definitely like a pretty limited selection of games that I'm actually interested in playing. Cause I'm not going to play fucking farming simulator 2021. <laughs> <laughs> no offense i it's one of the most played games uh, <laughs> ever um but yeah so we'll we'll just see if they add more in games but with the current stock i would expect you know yeah i'll have it for like maybe like three or four months and then probably pop off of it until they get a little new fresh rotation
1: like forza horizon 5 yeah well that one fact you can get that on game pass is what we
0: call stupid
1: and that that's when like awesome. when xbox actually has good exclusives which is rare but they're they're working on it um like they it, indiana jones i think is probably the most hype game there'll be an xbox exclusive coming out that that's like new ip something new fresh to xbox that'll be pretty exciting obviously they have forza horizon 5 coming out in november uh halo infinite coming out in december um but outside of that i could not fucking tell you a new exciting ip and that's the problem too it obviously playstation has some established titles and studios and this is kind of fresh for xbox so we kind of have to wait and see if xbox's exclusives are going to deliver but
0: uh xbox i felt like xbox did have titles and then they all died 10 years ago yeah okay halo <laughs>
1: Yes. Hey, God of War reinvented itself and ended up being an absolute banger. So I'm willing to give Halo Infinite a chance.
0: I'm definitely playing Halo Infinite. Oh, definitely. There's no way I'm not playing it, especially since I got Xbox Game Pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you planning on playing, Maxwell? Um, I don't know if you heard of it. It's a uh, Ghost of Sushi. Ghost. Yeah, it'd be. So we we ran the math, ran the numbers. Um. Assuming I'm doing a like 80 to 90 percent completionist run, and I'm going to play the DLC, it's probably going to be 50 to 60 hours of gameplay. I've been averaging like three hours a week, so that's 20 weeks to get through a fucking game, um, which is probably normal for a lot of people. But normally, I like to play games faster. So, but I'll be playing Ghost of Tsushima. Um, got some homework to do this weekend. Hopefully, I can blast through some more Ghost of Tsushima and uh, eventually have a different game because then my my plan is to do horizon zero dawn playthrough um leading up to horizon forbidden west coming out in february obviously i'm gonna be picking up gran turismo 7 in march when it comes out god of war ragnarok when it comes out like december 31st 2022 so they can still say it was 2022 and uh all that good
0: shit but i just realized that we were wrapping up seven minutes ago, and we still haven't wrapped up, and now we are almost at an hour and a half. So it's just I'm a very elaborate
1: wrap job. It's like we're doing the little the like gold ribbon and uh, some bows. This is your week to edit, isn't it? Ha! Ha! Joke's on you. I don't edit.
0: Uh, well edit is a constant and not relative to the length of the podcast either so
1: <laughs> yes yeah because we don't actually go through and change anything we just sync up the audio intro outro done secrets revealed easy you're welcome alright but yeah we can get out of here thanks for listening links in the description I'll link the showcase and all that kind of good stuff so
0: here so. comes Maxwell on the podcast Josie, <laughs> Josie. <Juicy. laughs>
1: thank you guys so much for sticking around to the end of today's absolute juicy podcast man has there been some exciting news lately let us know in the comments over on instagram youtube all that fun stuff what you are most hyped for are you most hyped for undertale unlike some people in this podcast oliver or are you most excited for wolverine being produced by insomniac the same developers of the spider-man games and spider-man 2 we got god of war ragnarok we also didn't talk much about horizon forbidden west that's coming out gran turismo 7 playstation has got some absolute juicy exclusives coming so let us know what you guys think thank you guys so much for sticking around and we'll catch you all in the next one Josie.